0: The Everything Sequel Podcast is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys
1: and Brew Bar. The Everything Sequel Podcast contains explicit language. Because we learned it from you, Dad! Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Bill and Ted's edition. (laughs) Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, you know him by now, Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. Hit me, Tom. Remember, this Friday, Ben Franklin and Aretha
0: Franklin will be here. Saturday is the field trip to Babylonia, and very important, (laughs) do not do your homework without wearing headphones.
1: Oh, bless George Carlin!
0: I that was that was especially for you because I know how much you love George Carlin. Yeah, and uh, I got to say, there's—I mean, there were a lot of quotables to choose from. Yeah, because I think one of the big surprises, going back to these movies, is for better or worse, most of the comedy in these movies is verbal. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, when you when you think about, you know, how visually striking a Movie series, it is. It's kind of unexpected. Yeah, that's true. But re- but it really is, you know. the The, the jokes are, are there in the scripts rather than uh, then on the sight screen. gags or yeah, right. I mean, they do. They all have that. But what stays with you is these these incredibly well constructed verbal gags, mm-hmm. which for a comedy that that has a reputation for being kind of brain dead. Brain, yeah, right is is fascinating. And interesting. Yeah. I guess the same argument can be made about Beavis and Butthead, right? I mean, it's, it's, there's a distinction between... Yeah, the, the same. The, ...the level of intelligence of the characters versus the people who are uh, behind the characters.
1: Mm-hmm. And I feel that here, too. And I, you know... There's a part of me that wants to kind of cry out because we've... <laughs> You know, we've recently done the '93 sequels, so we've been talking about things like the Hotshot series and Wayne's World Two, and you know, you're talking about movies that I think some critics or some people discount as dumb automatically, yes. and they're anything but dumb,
0: right? And I think that and it's really more about the subject matter,
1: yeah, exactly, or than the characters, else. Like,
0: yeah, not yeah, it's the the characters, not the. Uh, not the people making the media, mm-hmm.
1: which is which is fascinating.
0: Well, it, it's
1: it's been a bit of a treat going from the 93 sequels to this. And well, th- yeah, it's, I it's, guess I should I say think... at the outset, we're we're calling this a, a trilogy of trilogies. We're going to do a We are we're yes. going to do a few we're... trilogies in a, in a row. That's right. <laughs> um, which is very
0: exciting. And, you know, we'll we'll. Uh, we'll restrain ourselves from naming yeah. the last two of those trilogies at this point, but to, just to let listeners know that that's in store. But going from from our last series to this one, you know, sometimes we like to take a palate cleanser, but I feel like we've been, <laughs> right. we've been circling like vultures around the early 90s for yeah. so long now. <laughs> that's true. That we need to find a way to wean ourselves off. Yeah. <laughs> And so this is a really nice way to do that because you you know you've you've we can use what we've learned about the early '90s, uh, particularly in early '90s comedy, we can put it all to good effect, but we can also move on. Yes. And talk and, about a movie right. that that was made as recently as 2020. Yeah.
1: And that's one so nice thing about the this particular series, right? That we we. We do get to wean ourselves off, off because there was such a long space in between sequels.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: If we'd started this podcast, if uh, uh, you know, or maybe even started this series any earlier, it might have been part of a single sequels.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Well, so, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about The Bill and Ted's movies or the Bill and Ted movies. So we're talking about Bill and Ted's bogus journey and Bill and Ted face the music. And this is our ranking and declaring episode. We have to rank these two sequels and declare them good or bad. We do. And uh, let me, of course, as always, ask you right off the bat. (laughs) Was this a difficult task at all?
0: It's fairly straightforward for me. Um, me too. But I, what I would say to inject a possibly false note of mystery and surprise oh. um, is that my. It was clear upon rewatching these movies how I felt about them. But my perception of how I felt about them before rewatching them was a little different. And I think that has everything to do with how. I first saw both movies.
1: So like you had seen
0: You had seen both of them already. I have, yes. Okay. Um so yeah, my 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 sense of what I might do in a ranking or declaring episode is different from what I eventually did, but not not so different as to <laughs> shatter the earth, shall we
1: say. <laughs> well Well, how about you not difficult to rank at all okay that was fairly straightforward for me yeah good and bad with at least one movie it's uh, you know the kind of I don't want to give too much away but but, but not as easy I'll just say okay yeah yeah. That's good. That's a good teaser. Yeah. I mean, do, do we give any play to the fact that... What do you think of having two sequels so far apart?
0: I I mean, it, it's... Because this is sort of a... Under, you you can't underestimate hap- how important it is. I think, you know, maybe there are some film genres out there that haven't necessarily changed that much in 30 uh-huh. years. Comedy is not one of them the the, diff, the different ideas of what comedy is in these two movies is staggering to me uh, th- that i agree with completely yes they have a totally different idea of what of what people might find funny
1: and structure <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah and i'm sure i mean there were over there are kind of technical and creative questions about how film has changed in that time
1: yeah and i think that that that's these, part of it these because two movies
0: almost polar almost polar opposite yeah apart from the fact that you know that they they have uh they c- cover this the same characters um and some of the same actors <laughs> right yeah but crucially, not all of the same actors.
1: But, and so... In
0: roles that you really want to have the same actors there. Yeah.
1: For political reasons. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you make of, just speaking generally in sequeldom? what do you make of this thing that's happening lately where we wait decades and get a sequel? That is a really good question
0: that I wish I prepared better for, but... My uh... <laughs> sorry, I, no, 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 no. I snared no, you in it's the a trap. Really good quest, yeah. Um, my my ill-informed, off-the-cuff opinion is that it's uh, a uniformly bad idea. Mm-hmm. But um... like, can it never work? N- no, I don't think it. No, that's not true. I don't okay. think it. I don't think it. It can never work. I think it all depends on where you left off with. With, With, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, where where you left it off. And that's really interesting in terms of this franchise. This franchise, yeah. Because, you know, they give you some options Mm -hmm. about where you can
1: go. Yeah. And at the same time, no options. (laughs) Which also has, you know, I haven't written my pitch yet because. Yeah. (laughs) Because you're kind of left with. That you know that same idea, options and no yeah. options, and you think to yourself, "What the hell am I supposed to do?" Which we've yeah been confronted I, with I before, do... but there's
0: there's a huge to me there's a huge missed opportunity here, and we can talk about this in in more detail
1: when we talk about the movies individually. See, I think so too, but so I'm interested. Yeah, you're you tickling well, I my think... my taste buds,
0: my sequel <laughs> yeah, taste buds. Huge, well, I won't I won't necessarily name it then and we can we yeah, can wait on it but it was a huge missed opportunity to how you given the 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 types of genres and subgenres that this series feeds off mm-hmm. there's a real missed opportunity to do something with timeline here right yeah given you know that time travel is so important <laughs> to the series. I don't feel like they're mining the gold here in terms of what you can do with that in terms of chronology and in terms of giving you a a new or different story. Do you You have totally have storytelling means at your disposal to um to do something interesting with the timeline that never really comes to fruition? In any sequels or, no, no, no. I mean, I'm. I mean, again, in this big gap between. Gotcha. There's, there's, there's a. <laughs> there's a yeah, I, and and you know, I don't think. It it it's. I mean, hi- history just makes it so hard to go back to the well here. Right. Um, partly because of how specific a moment in time the early 90s is in pop culture
1: well and I think um... and also
0: I think this and the second part of that is like how well comedies were made in the early 90s mm-hmm. as we've seen that it gives it gives you so many obstacles right to reviving this 30 years later um so in this case I think it's a fallacy that that you could. Successfully do that, right? But there might be circumstances in which, you know, you, you I mean, I don't think the westerns changed that much in thirty years. You know, there are other genres which, right?
1: Yeah, that's are interesting. Kind
0: of a bit more robust, but comedy is just, you know, it is it is so tied to changing attitudes. Uh and cultural norms that you can't you 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 just can't go back to the well without making a number of changes that kind of <laughs> kind of question why you're even bothering to why do you're this doing it. story or, in the first place
1: that and that's that's an interesting point because it's it's not as though For this latter sequel, for the 2020 sequel, it's not as though they hadn't been trying for a while. Okay. Both lead actors were interested. They kind of kept coming back to it. They kind of kept waiting for a script that they thought was worthy of it. That's also a red flag. Right.
0: I think if you've gone through that process and not made a movie, just stop. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. Because that's also the origins. if you couldn't hit the of, nail on the that's head, the origins of. If you could hit the nail of, on the head for at least a decade, that might be right. a sign and a signal.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's the origins of Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, almost to a T.
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: that's exactly what. That's exactly the case. Everyone was interested for uh, a diff, a, you know, yeah. At some point prior to the actual movie being made, it never happened and for some reason none of the people involved took that as a sign that it should never
1: happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, that's I, you know that's all very interesting to me. Now Yeah.
0: No, it it you you ask you ask a very you ask a very good question and I will continue to ruminate on it.
1: Yeah. All because right. It will come up again. Now before. is there anything else that uh is on your mind before we start ranking
0: um i don't think so no all right no i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready to talk about
1: i'm ready to talk about these two movies and you said your ranking was easy for you too as it was for me uh, upon see
0: upon rewatching the movies uh oh that's okay back to back and in the right and for the purposes in order. of, in order, back and to And for back. the purposes of the
1: podcast.
0: Exactly, yes. Yeah. Once I did that, 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 the you know, clarity, but uh, I think my idea of this was muddier
1: before I, I did that. Well, I'm both excited and extremely nervous because <laughs> there's only one way to look at this for me. And if you go in the opposite direction, my head will cave in
0: but <laughs> your 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 head will explode like like so many Bill and Ted doppelgangers in this series in the
1: series correct <laughs> all right now do you want to go first or do you want me to go first uh oh well since you offered i'll let you go first lovely the top of my list is there's there's a there's a huge long distance between number 1 and number 2 for me the top of my list is Bill and Ted's bogus journey. For me, can't be argued. Right. Okay. Um But I know your love of threes, so <laughs> <laughs> Ah, but remember that remember the trilogy exception. That's true. That's so which was it you that's
0: the thing. That's what makes this interesting. <laughs> because Tom's you know, it's the Tom Stewart rule of three. But there's an asterisk and the asterisk is the trilogy exception. That's so true. we don't know which way, ever would know which way it's gonna go when it's a trilogy. <laughs> and we're doing three trilogies in a row so, row, so watch out. So so who knows what could happen. Yeah. It's a roller coaster. Well I, I would I would like to deliver my my ranking in the cadence of the Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. Saturday morning kids cartoon TV series, if, if it's good. all the same to you, if <laughs>
1: yeah. you'll allow it. Indeed, I will. It's I'll Bill encourage Ted's,
0: it. It's Bill and Ted's bogus journey. <laughs> nice.
1: I think I feel well, about like,
0: like you. I would. I would. I would struggle to take
1: issue with anything you just said. I really would. I think I feel about this movie, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, like you do about Wayne's World too. That's interesting. I think I I just love a simple story with big ideas. Mm. And this oh yeah, it, this movie it hit, has it. It hits
0: both those briefs. Yeah, in a in a in a
1: in an almost textbook way. I had not seen it in a long time, and I was... (laughs) Me neither. I was shocked. (laughs) I was... And I always remembered really liking the movie, but I think some of the movie passed me by or went on, you know, over my head in terms of what they're doing with philosophical ideas. And, (laughs) like, this movie... This movie should be taught at film schools. This movie's fascinating. (laughs) It's... (laughs) I love this movie. Um, I guess
0: this isn't one of the movies that you struggled good or bad for, from the no. sounds of it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I did not. <laughs> uh, so, um, well, I mean, in terms of ranking, because uh, at least I still haven't declared whether I think this is a good or bad movie. <laughs> um. I think yeah the 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 when you compare you you have got a straight compare and contrast between two movies yeah you really which, yeah which if those two movies you know if one of them is clearly better than the other and it is mm-hmm. it's very easy to so, sort of see you know the technical and creative elements of the movie are superior to the other mm-hmm. and that's what that's what we've got here but the other part of, of of at least my ranking process is to think about it as a sequel, um, and what you know how successful it is at being a sequel. Sure. And I think although maybe my perception was that this wasn't that interesting a take on the Bill and Ted formula that was established in Excellent Adventure. In the
1: first, yeah, right. No, I I. Mean, I, I
0: they're well, superficial they're superficially sim similar but they're doing something especially in tone very different here mm-hmm. and very interesting and stimulating yeah um not to mention the fact that this is another one of those like early 90s movies that we've looked at recently which are self-aware sequels yes right the discussion of themselves as sequels is built into the into the format of this movie,
1: right? In a way that I I did not remember. Yeah, I don't I don't think I did either. And I, you know, and obviously I did obviously, I did remember, but I
0: didn't think about it as being a, a like I remembered the jokes or the references, yeah. but I didn't see them as sequel as references sequel references
1: now. exactly. And
0: because the other thing
1: is I'm brainwashed because yeah, I was going to say what because we're doing here. because we're doing this podcast. Never before in my life had I thought so much about the movies as sequels. Exactly. You kind of almost, it was almost binary. Is it good? Is it bad? But they're doing it deliberately. But, I but, have no yeah. doubt
0: about that. They so, are very deliberately So referencing... my
1: past self looking at movies just on a general good or bad. Now, now with the scope of this podcast that we've been doing for well over a year, you know... Basically I, since I,
0: Bill and Ted Face the Music came out.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I assume as <laughs> your you, barometer, people. I assume that you, like me, are starting to dream in sequeldom. Like, so that's that's just sort of where my life is now, and so you have to yeah. look at it as a sequel too, and I don't think it, it, does, we, it mean, doesn't disappoint on that level either.
0: But but you know, I think we made the observation when we did the nineteen ninety three singles that at least half of those movies have literally no awareness of themselves as sequels. Mm-hmm. So it's still, I mean, it's its getting to be the norm that you make reference to what you are as a franchise movie, but it's by no means guaranteed. So it's still impressive when you see it. Yeah. So spoken so clearly as it is in Bogus Journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That they are the second movie, that there are certain conventions that they're drawing on, certain precedents that they're drawing on. Right. It's, it's, and that, and you know, that, that's, that's another, that's another point of, of contrast with, with Face the Music, which is a less, which is amazingly in 2020 when we're supposed to be sophisticated and, you know, post postmodern. Yeah. Their idea of what a sequel is, is essentially a a kind of remake. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Of the, you know,
1: a, a loop back to the original movie. It loops back to the original, but it also it also feels like one of your everything soup pitches. Well, that's certainly the case. You know? Yeah. <laughs> except, except, I got
0: the sense that... And I say was...
1: that with great admiration, sir, but...
0: I I got the sense that apart from one specific carryover, which you sort of can't not have... Especially of the actors up for it that they were almost willing to sort of kind of uh, de facto take Bogus Journey out of canon at times. You think? I don't think anything most of what happens in Bogus Journey, like 90% of what happens in Bogus Journey has no
1: bearing no effect. on Face of the Music. I mean, except for the kids and death that's right, kids and death. That's uh, it. That's really it.
0: <laughs> that's that's another great album. You've got a good album title, there, kids and <laughs> kids death. Kids and death. <laughs> wild stallions, kids. It could be another one of those wild stallion albums, kids and death. Yeah, yeah. I think I think those are the only two. Those those are the only two narrative points that matter. Um. So you 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 basically, but but actually, the kids don't.
1: Well, and I, I don't they, I don't want to start getting too that. deep into it. Yet I know, but they because... retcon
0: that, so it's really only death. Yeah, that you can't retcon because, I mean, there are some strange choices made in Face the Music, but if you if you were to <laughs> if you were to not revive the character of Death as played by William Sadler, you basically should be run out of town of, the, of Holly, yeah. run out of Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Frankenstein-style with villagers holding torches, right? right yes. Especially if William Sadler... Get him! Get
1: him! is ...wants to come back, as he clearly did. Right. Because he gives a an Oscar-nomination-worthy performance in Bogus yeah. Journey.
0: In Bogus Journey, that funny.
1: He's so and good. And
0: if you told me that... <laughs> if you told me that he filmed his scenes for Face the Music the day after he... Ended filming for Bogus Journey.
1: I'd believe you. I. It's a note. It's a note. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have <laughs> okay. that exact note. My exact note is William Sadler <laughs> has not aged a day. No. It's incredible. With the exception of sounding a little
0: bit more like Werner Herzog than he did in Bogus Journey. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 exactly the same performance.
1: <laughs> well, uh by the nature of us doing trilogies. The cat's out of the bag. So second on the list for both of us is, of course, Bill and Ted face the music.
0: But I do. The only thing I want to comment on there is is that. It's inferior almost by design.
1: Yeah, (laughs) there is a
0: kind of a melancholy baked into it. That means it's automatically. Going to be less worthy and valuable. I think they play. I think they play a really dangerous game, of of kind of acknowledging the fatigue within the frame of the movie to the
1: point where the movie is basically feeling fatigued. You think, like, like, but you're saying it was purposeful. I'm
0: saying that, that no, I'm not purposeful. But the idea of, and this this is some problem with so many modern day franchise movies that you know, of long-running franchises. They want to sort of make the point that, you know, that the characters are older and that there's a melancholy about them. Uh-huh. And that they're failing to recapture their youth. Right. But you're not really giving us as viewers a reason to enjoy watching these characters because so much of, of that is tied up with that youth. Yeah. And that vibrancy and that lack of melancholy.
1: You, you know, it, so so it's a dangerous game, right? Because in that way, I'm you know I'm too old for this shit. Then why am I watching? You're dooming you? yourself. You know, like yeah, of... you're kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's because interesting. TV. But but I, I like we shouldn't get too deep into the <laughs> no. weeds on that because obviously I want to talk about it when we when we get to the movie. Yeah. Um. Now I said that bogus journey. Outpaces face the music by miles for me. Is it the same for you or are they closer?
0: In terms of what? Are we talking good, bad
1: now? I was talking in terms of ranking. Yes. Like like my, you know, my my bogus journey is a country mile ahead of face the music. Oh, no. I, I, uh, yes. 100%. All right. Well, then, good, bad. I'm going to mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to venture out onto the thin part of the branch and say we're both calling Bogus Journey a good movie. Right. We are. All right. And you, and
0: uh, I'm interested to hear you how enthusiastic you are about it, because I think it's probably
1: a great movie. I do. I think I've, it is a great movie. I really but, do. I think it's. I think I'm just too. Go on. Uh, I just think it's an astoundingly great movie. I was shocked by how great it was. Watching it again. I had the same feeling, but I don't know if I'm just
0: so enamored with early '90s comedies at the moment. Having with the movies we've just done, right? And even when I just think about non-sequel movies from the early '90s, like Groundhog Day, or or just Mm -hmm. like the way comedies from this era are able to sort of move fluidly between high and low culture mm-hmm. between different kinds of comedy to sort of like to straddle the line between you know smart comedy and dumb and comedy. dumb comedy right
1: it's like I don't think every era of cinema does this well when you think of a Bill and Ted movie the last thing you think you're going to see, I mean probably the first thing you're you're thinking in your head is, oh, that's a Twilight Zone reference. But but you but there's like a German expressionism involved as well. You know what I mean? And that's the last thing oh, you're gonna my expect to, I mean, to see from a Bill and Ted movie. And it like it just it just like gobsmacked me when I watched it. Oh well, I loved William's, it. Well, William
0: Sadler's entire character
1: is a pastiche-cum-parody of an
0: Ingmar Bergman movie. Right.
1: I mean, it's just
0: amazing. He's, like, one of the main characters in the movie. Yeah. And... You know, the, it's 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 not even a case of. But to have that, if you need to know the reference, it's a case of it gets funnier the more you know. The more you know, exactly right about the joke. But because, you don't need to know that. But you reference. don't need to
1: know it because he's hysterical. Which is what I it. mean
0: about fluidly moving yeah. between different kinds of audience, different kinds of media. It, it's just. Like I don't. When I'm out of this early '90s bubble, I will tell you whether this is a great movie or not. Right, I strongly fine. suspect it is. <laughs> I tell you what. In in genre terms, as a comedy, it is laugh-out-loud funny more often than it is not. Yeah. And I will go out on a limb and say there is one joke in this movie that is among my favorite in comedy sim- cinema of any type.
1: Whoa! I'm very excited. A joke
0: that I laughed as loud, uh, as loudly <laughs> and vigorously <laughs> watching it this time as I did when I first saw it on VHS in the early 90s.
1: Now, well, now I'll save, I'll save it for. Yeah, let I, I, I oh, I'm save not going to reveal.
0: I'm not going to reveal it now. But I, I mean, you said you were astonished. I was shocked. that yeah. how, You, because you go back to movies from the younger period of your life and you think. That can't be as funny as I remembered it being, uh-huh. and it absolutely was. Yeah. It everything that I thought was funny about it at the time was confirmed.
1: <laughs> All right, then. So brass tax time, I suppose it is. Yeah. What about? This is really the
0: only. This yeah. is really the, the the only note of suspense that we have. The, they,
1: exactly. <laughs> So We're like
0: we, you know, it's like Hitchcock, but we we've we've blown up the bus. Hitchcock, the director yeah. of uh, that black and white
1: movie Birds.
0: Oh God! <laughs> or was it Wes Craven?
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> well, you know that story, Tune right? Tune into the other or... podcast, everyone. <laughs> Listen to the How Dare You podcast, and you'll know that I I'm not an idiot that doesn't know what I'm talking about. I just work with one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. That, I mean, that story—the hitchhiker that he always regretted letting a bomb go off in one of his his movies. He he like he let a bomb go off in his movies, and he realized you shouldn't. If you have a bomb in a movie, you should never let it go off. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm I'm saying. <laughs> not not even the nude this, bomb. The, the, the first three quarters of this episode is is us letting yeah. bombs off on buses. Right. Right. <laughs> so this is it. This is the this is the ticking time bomb Underneath the bus seat.
1: (laughs) Of the one bus that didn't blow up. Right. (laughs) All right, friend. So Bill and Ted face the music. Is it a good movie? No. Yeah, for me too. And I I honestly feel a lot of regret having to say that, but there's just It's not a particularly bad movie. Yeah. But it's it's bad enough to be bad. Right. I think yeah, and I, I But you know what's what, interesting to me? Well I mean what is? normally we talk about this when we talk about each individual movie. It has a like Rotten Tomatoes. What's interesting about Face the Music is it's like at eighty six percent or something like that on Rotten Tomatoes, which is an astonishingly high percentage right. given the movie I just watched. But it also came out in August of twenty twenty. Right. And that's the reason. And not, not, never released into into theaters, right? That's It was, but, I mean, we're talking about weeks. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah. It was av- available on it digital. It was already available digital, yeah. I mean, yeah. they'd
1: already released it digitally, so it came out in theaters, but it was already out. Tremors style. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh Yeah. But I do that it's not, it's not... I do find that interesting because the one thing that's really interesting about Bill and Ted as characters is their 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 optimism.
0: Oh, you're taking the words right out of my mouth. I think I think this is what sailed. And, and I think I'd kinda
1: of forgotten about that. And that was so lovely to see. I really enjoyed that. And I think their optimism was what carried that particular movie, Face the Music, into sort of a stratosphere of the 80 percentile because people were so glum because they've been locked in their houses for six months. It didn't come out until August of 2020. But I think the movie's glum. I do too, but...
0: in looking over I don't a think lot they of, add to...
1: Yeah. Just in looking over a lot of um, critics' reviews of it, that was, this movie's unabashedly this, it's unabashedly sweet, it's unabat, you know, and I really like that and we need that right now. That's what a lot of the reviews were like. Oh, that's a complete illusion. I agree. I, I just think that they were looking into it. Yeah. They, they saw something else into it that's not quite as much there as they believe it is. But it's there in the brand, so they convinced themselves it was there. Exactly right.
0: And I had a similar, I had a similar experience because, because I'm relieved, by the way,
1: that we're on the same page.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so my only trepidation going into this about saying that it was a bad movie is that I half saw this on a plane in two parts while supervising supervising a (laughs) three-year-old. And quite enjoyed it. Uh Uh-huh. But I, I realize now that that's <laughs> it would be no surprise to you. I realize now that's really more about the circumstances in which I I watched yes, it. Yeah. And listen, if I'd have known what a good traveler he turned out to be, I would have <laughs> just gone do your own thing. Yeah. Go play with go play with your buttons. Eat your pat of butter. Daddy's watching Bill order, and Ted. Order a bloody Mary. Do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Bill and Ted face the music. But I watched I did that planes thing where you watch half of it on the way out and half of it on the way back. Oh, Have you ever man. done that? No. That's the best thing. You go because
1: all the time you go, is it still gonna be there? Is it still right. gonna be there? You go, it's there.
0: Yeah. It's there.
1: So I'm excited I've about done, that. I'm I've ex- done. I've done something, a different form of transportation, where you know, I, on I take kids backpacking during the summer, and you get maybe right. halfway through a movie on the bus, on the way mm-hmm. up, and then you start watching the All second right. half on the way back. Yeah, right. Oh, but the, uh, but that's but in that know, case, felt... I have the DVD, so I know it'll be there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Right, but that's the thing. There's always an element of risk because what if they what if they change their entire program? Yeah, right. Mid mid vacation, <laughs> and you you know you that's you're great. stuck with having to watch, fucking, I don't know, Bolt again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always Bolt. Why is always fucking Bolt? Um, I don't want to see that movie again. I'm done oh, with. I'll Bolt. watch again. Bolt. I'm, I'm not gonna watch again. I'm um, done with anyway. Bolt. Damn it. <laughs> I'll rewatch up whatever you want. That's so, great. So I think I kept checking in. I was checking in with it constantly and watching it in such a fragmented way. I was like, "Oh yeah, it's hitting all the notes." Mm-hmm. Which I guess is what those critics are saying as well. Like, "Oh, it's hitting. It's giving us. It, it's it's hitting the notes." They did, but not watching watching it all as one experience. It does not hit those notes. It no, gestures yeah. maybe towards those notes occasionally, right? But it is not hitting the notes at all.
1: And it's chopped full of ideas, but then it discards those ideas just as quickly as they come. Yeah. this uh, it, it never truly lands it's not a good... on an idea that it should be. And I think that there's a larger
0: issue here about how bland and corporate it feels mm-hmm. as a piece of filmmaking. I
1: think that that's represented one of my notes is cuz that feels represented in how they use cgi i mean everything yeah C- cgi you
0: know? cgi uh you know the use or lack thereof of music yeah did just digital in general digital cinema digital in general
1: backgrounds galore it feel it
0: feels like a it just feels like a company movie yeah and I'm not saying that you can't do things with that aesthetic, because Twin Peaks, The Return looks
1: like that, but that's a f- piece of art television. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a da- different thing when you're talking about right, David Lynch. Right, but he Lynch, specifically,
0: he, he's got, he He wants to talk about, you know, corporate, the this, this stifling state of corporate America. Mm-hmm. Through the way he's filming it, but that's not the point here. In fact, right. the point is the opposite of that. Yeah. and that's that's a problem. <laughs> Big problem. Style and content are diametrically opposed. Opposed, right? I think, yeah. Um, and it's not taking any stylistic chances in the way that Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey did. Right, and and you want to do a stra- If you want to do a straight comparison,
1: in a straight comparison, when you look at some of the effects that they use in Bogus Journey, which some people might think look cheap, but it matches the tone and intent of the movie itself, and so it always works.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I I would you know everything everything in Face the Music is smoother, but that to me looks cheaper. That
1: lo- it does look cheaper. Exactly, that smoothness
0: looks like like you know a a, a fucking corporate training video. Yeah.
1: Give me a matte painting over a digital background any day, all day long.
0: I, I've never said no to a matte painting. Even if you just want to give me one to hang up in my home, yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll find I the like wall space. I like to take space. matte
1: paintings out for a late night cocktail.
0: Yeah, if I have to remove a bed, I'll find the wall space.
1: <laughs> All right, well, we have ranked and we have declared. We have. A- anything left for you?
0: I don't think so, no. I mean, I'm definitely interested. doesn't sound like there'll
1: be much dissent on this one, but
0: nonetheless.
1: No, I mean, we, we we certainly seem to be on the same page. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I, I have a lot to say about Face the Music, though, in terms of... Okay. What I do like and what I don't like, and I mean, to me, oh, just take one more pass on the script. You know, you really could have done something so interesting with that movie. But that goes back
0: to Crystal Skull
1: as well. It's the it's the same shit. It's like
0: it's like this is not in and of itself a bad idea. You just have not figured out how to do it. Yeah, maybe. Or I don't know. Is is it is it about compromise? Is it about? Is it, is it about I, we want? We have to get a Bill and Ted movie out. No one's going to be happy with it. No, I see, I don't think that's it. it. I
1: think it's we can only do it if it's going to be great.
0: But that's what you said about Crystal Skull. But that's not what it looks like. But, and I'm saying, screen.
1: but like with both examples, they waited a super long time to get exactly yeah. what they wanted to do it exactly how they thought it would be successful. And in both cases, they're just abject failures. Well, I mean, the only part of that I
0: disagree with is that neither Lucas and Spielberg got what they wanted on that movie. I don't know if it's a similar situation here, where I don't know who the creative driving forces are. See, I thought... Spielberg was not happy. Lucas was not happy.
1: See, I thought Spielberg was happy. No. And I thought Lucas from his experience with Star Wars, was resigned to the fact that it doesn't matter what you do, we won't be happy no matter what.
0: Well, there might be an element of that, but Lucas wa- you know, Lucas wanted aliens, Spielberg didn't want aliens, so they went with interdimensional beings. <laughs> and that's kind of the story of the whole movie, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, no one gets what they want. They went the middle we, of the but road. But we get a movie out. They went the and middle of the road
1: really... and made the least interesting movie they possibly could. Right.
0: Um, and I don't know, like. It doesn't feel like this movie has a creative force behind it. I think that is the problem. Mm-hmm. It feels like a piece of AI. Because. Put it all and,
1: together. and the real problem is when you stand it, it feels up. Feels like
0: Dennis put it together. Well,
1: when you stand it up next to Bogus Journey, that's a movie that does feel like there was a captain at the ship. There was. There was. Somebody who said these are these are the ideas I want to explore through these characters. Yeah. And it just works. I mean, it just, you know. But it feels anchored to. I don't know. I don't know if we're talking the producer or the director or the stars themselves, but. But whatever went on in Bogus Journey, somebody. Had a big idea. That they. Literally just, you know, carved a path through the ice for. But that's also
0: interesting because. The you could you could argue that that, that it's more surprising. Bogus journey is is successful. Mm-hmm. Because it 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 is it is the road less traveled. But it had
1: yeah, I mean
0: what it has. Whereas whereas face the music is 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 playing it safe narratively. Yeah, absolutely. What is Bogus journey has a vision.
1: It has a vision. It has more vision than than any of the three movies.
0: <laughs> yes, it's true. Yeah. It's a it's an extremely metaphysical movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what struck me this time. <laughs> it's like a,
1: I mean, wow. So, right. yeah, I'm excited to talk about it, which we will do next. Which I think, you know, if you're going to relate it to
0: sequels, you, you could say, you know, there is there is value in in going in a different direction with your sequel. Mm-hmm. Like playing it safe is not always the best option.
1: Right. Yeah. Um,
0: but no one. seems. Well, to I have mean, that
1: how many times have we talked about big swings and this movie takes a big ass swing Right. and but that, the, that, the ball but, hasn't yeah, landed yet <laughs> but one that
0: just one that justifies itself I mean that's always the thing yeah say, it's a big sw- it's a big swing but we all suffer and this is a big swing where we get a more interesting movie out of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and we don't have to rake over excellent adventure again
1: <laughs> right
0: and I, I I don't how you know how bold is that is this is this what sh- sequel should be? Is this like Mm -hmm. because it doesn't seem like a lot of sequels are this, this bold in their, you know, I can think of a handful of them, like Return to Oz or Babe Pig in the City that have gone, fuck what we did. Right. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, But so it's like a handful of
1: them. Yeah. Interesting. All right, friend. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Uh. You know, where do you put these movies? How do you rank them? Are they good or bad? Let us know. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. Coming out soon, we'll be talking about it, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. We'll be back. Say goodbye, Tom. Talk to the hand.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Speaking, speaking of a script that needs another pass, <laughs> I'd take that one out. Yeah. And yet, somehow, William Sadler makes it makes work. it work. Yeah,
1: he shouldn't have to though. Right, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen coming to your ear holes soon Bill and Ted's bogus journey until then
0: They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sheriffs guiding you up a foamy headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer. If you're anything like me, you spend the majority of the day wondering whether you want coffee, beer or wine. Whichever way you fall, Brew Bar has you covered. Located in the heart of Third Avenue Village in glorious downtown Chula Vista, California, which is also my neck of the woods, Brew Bar is a coffee shop, bar and eatery rolled into one delightful package. Tim and Alex run the place and let me tell you listeners, these guys know their coffee. And after you've been in their company, so will you. They turn me on to pour over and it's literally all I drink now. If for some crazy reason you don't want to try the best coffee in the world, they've got espresso drinks, all kinds of teas and even coffee cocktails. You heard me. Coffee tails. And we're just getting started. Bottle service on craft beer and wine, alcoholic and caffeinated potions, an all-day food menu with plenty of vegan options. All served up in an atmosphere hip enough to know you're getting the best quality, but not too hip that you feel the need to drive to 7-Eleven and get a bucket of brown swill. Brewbar. It's the best place to be for beer, wine, coffee and tea. And if you go, you might even see me.